0: Welcome into a special edition of GKW Good Karma Wrestling. After night one of WrestleMania, I'm Gabe Knitzer from ESPN Milwaukee. With me, as always, Brian Rowitz from ESPN West Palm and from ESPN 1000 in Chicago. He is Jonathan Hood. Gentlemen, we finally got to see it. Let's go ahead and start with that main event. We weren't sure if it was going to be the main event. It was. It delivered. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, your new undisputed tag team Champions in WWE. I so I I had some people over at my house um watching a little bit. They left to go. I don't know. They didn't want to. They didn't want to watch the moment of the night. I don't know why. <laughs> they decided to take off. I was watching the entire match standing in my living room, like this was the Green Bay Packers trying to win an NFC Championship game and make it back to the Super Bowl. I was so invested in this thing. And, and I tweeted it out. I We've talked about it, but it's still... I want to take time and recognize it. A year ago, Sami Zayn was getting body slammed by Wee Man, <laughs> taking a bowling ball to the testicles, and mm-hmm. getting pinned by a mousetrap. He, he main-evented WrestleMania tonight. He was the last one to come out, got the pop of the night when he came out, and had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand as he delivered three Huluva kicks... To get the one, two, three in the middle of the ring and book. Look tonight, I got I got no notes. I know a lot of times we complain about a lot of things um, on the show, and, and pro wrestling isn't perfect. But this was pretty damn near a perfect night of WrestleMania, man. This is why you do two nights because they were able to let so many things breathe tonight, and it was such a good time.
1: And I just thought that uh, WrestleMania Night One was timed out properly too. I never felt like it was a l- real lull in the action. Commercial here, commercial there. Promo here, promo there. But not to the point where I'm like, God, get on with it. I think it was timed nicely, actually, uh, for night one for WrestleMania. But, boy, you're right. That main event, it just shows you, bro, it's the story and then the match. The story has been going on for a long time with Sami Zayn. And it culminates to night one at WrestleMania. We wondered whether this was going to be the main event. And I think it was such a a feel-good moment I felt emotion watching it because here's Sami Zayn and we've been in in this corner and saying, Hey, you're part of the bloodline. Now you're out this whole thing between him and and Kevin Owens. It extends the story. So the story was actually more of, um, of an emphasis and more of a focus for me than the actual match because it's led up to it. I've never been bored with this whole, Storyline has been going on with the bloodline, and then it comes down to this match. And those three aluba kicks, man, he took his time. There was a look in Sami Zayn's eyes I've (laughs) I've never never seen seen before. Yeah, Yeah, that I mean, that look in his eyes when they gave him the put the close up on him, like, Yeah, this is gonna be the finish right here. This is Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. You know what? I hate you, but yet I love you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) I'm gonna put you out of your misery. And there we go one, two, three, and the crowd just went up in Los Angeles. Great moment.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've been one of the, I feel like, biggest supporters of pushing for Sammy needs to be world champion. I felt like tonight was going to be a letdown because it wasn't him winning the world title. It wasn't the finish I wanted in this story. But I agree with you, Gabe. I was on my feet that whole time. And it had me swerved a few times. There were a couple times like, wait a minute, are the Usos going to win this? Or wait, KO is going to get the pin here? Like, there were so many false finishes that had me buying in that it wasn't the obvious, okay, of course, Sammy's going to win. They had the crowd going in. And the other thing I'll note, we have given so much credit to Sammy and KOs down that also the Usos deserve this moment. You know, Graves mentioned it last year was their first ever main card Mania win. They've been so damn good during the storyline as well between handshakes and the J stuff. They deserve to be in this main event spot tonight as well.
0: It, it was talked about Sammy was talking about it in a couple of interviews leading up to Mania and, you know, Everybody was kind of hoping that this would be main event, you know, <laughs> night one. Uh, but nobody was really sure, you know, and and he wasn't told either way. At least if they were told beforehand, he didn't let it on. And and I saw one of the interviews. You talked about how the tag team belts have never actually, you know, the championships for tag team and WWE. It's not never actually main evented WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was a historic first. And when we put that, when we shine that spotlight on historic firsts, when we talk about, you know, the, the first women who, you know, we talk about them as a whole, they talked about it tonight, having all four of those women in the semi main events with Rhea and Charlotte and the official and, um, Samantha Irvin, I think her name is who's a fantastic ring announcer from, Mm -hmm. from SmackDown. Like they, they made a big deal out of that. And even, uh, yes, Jessica Carr, that, that Mm -hmm. was the official. Um, this should be made a big deal for the Usos as well. That's where I agree. When we talk about these big moments in terms of WrestleMania history, like it's the first time that the tag team that they came in as the tag team champs, they played a big role. Everything revolved around Sammy. We talk about Sammy. Everybody held the promo video, barely <laughs> mentioning anybody but Sammy. It, it, this whole thing revolves around Sammy. He's the engine that makes it go. But KO, you're right, KO, the Usos, they all made it work. And they all deserve to have that moment in the main event of night one of WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. And I like Michael Cole is so comfortable now as a play-by-play guy, even though Gomez Adams is still there with the mustache and the suspiciously dark hair. He's still back there. But at the same time, you know, uh, Michael Cole can still be able to tell the story and and also Corey Graves. not the biggest fan of but i understand they talked about how zane and Owens. this goes back to rosita california this is where the young bucks where they were able to apply their trade and talked about the usos and how long they've been tag team champions and all that so i just think that they really dug deep and told the story the bloodline and also their personal stories it just got me hooked in man but it's been i've been hooked in this whole time um Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen long storylines like when is this ever gonna be over? But this is tremendous. And we got this tonight. We'll see what happens tomorrow. And then this is why Monday Night Raw is always successful after WrestleMania, because people wanna know what's next. But that was just a hell of a match. And and I and for Bro I know Gabe and I have been talking to you for months. This is going what's gonna happen. It's gonna right. eventually gonna be a tag team match. I know that's not what you want it. But at the very least, Sami Zayn, because of his hard work, gets some champion, gets a championship and with his best friend. I know you didn't want him to be tag team champion. You want him to be universal champion. And maybe that's down the road, but this is the proper story tonight to tell.
2: Well, that from my standpoint, I had to tell myself, like, enjoy tonight. And I did. They sucked me in from an emotional standpoint. From any, you know, wrestling fan, maybe negativity standpoint, they still are the tag titles like. I'm not confident that three months from now they're going to be main eventing shows. But tonight it was their night. Tonight it was their moment. Like it's still the WWE. They did a good job showcasing some other teams in that four-way earlier. I thought that was actually a, you know underrated match. It was a pretty good match early in the night. But it still is the tag titles. There is a history. Vince is still lurking around. So I'm not confident moving forward. But tonight they had 80,000, whatever number you want to run with. They had them all on the on their feet to end that night. I mean, would it have been a bigger moment
0: had Sammy won in, in Montreal? Of course it would have been. Like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have been able to top it. That was a kind of a crescendo of the storyline. This was still huge. And I don't know if Sammy ever becomes WWE champ, Universal sure. champ, whatever, if they had, presumably they end up splitting the titles. I, I hope he gets that opportunity. I think he's shown what he can do. The the way he can just tell a story, man, like there's very few people that I, I think over the last decade that have been able to grip you emotionally the way he has over the past year. But whether he wins one or not, at the end of the day, he gets to say he main-evented WrestleMania. Yeah. like yes. And and not every WWE champ, not every Universal champ ever got that opportunity. WrestleMania is the showcase of the immortals, and he got that immortal moment where he gets that, and, and that can never be taken away. This is just as big to me, uh, well, maybe not as big, but it's, it's up there in terms of guys who were able to unexpectedly do it and mm-hmm. I brought this name up before. Other people have as well. When Mick Foley won that first championship, nobody thought that that was going to be something he would ever do. Main eventing mania and getting that pinfall is such a big deal in in the history. And when we look back at WWE history, and nobody can ever take that away from Sami Zayn and what happened tonight.
2: Well, 100%. I mean, we saw a lot of tweets, you know, especially for like the wrestling dorks like us, like all the tweets of Kevin Steen and El Generico, like those yeah. guys just won the WrestleMania main event. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: That is- what, you know the identity of El Generico? Well, I think he's friends with Sammy. Or okay, obviously okay. The
1: orphanage in Mexico, but, you know, they're very tight. They have a good <laughs> thank, relationship. Thank, thank God that El Generico never made it to WrestleMania, <laughs> says Craig <Terry> Graves. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: no, like, stepping back and realizing that is like, oh, yeah, this is a little bit bigger than a PWG state. It's like, yes, you're never going to take that away from them. KO two years in a row getting to main event mania. I, for one, don't love the two nights mania because, you know, let's just get a tight card and a good card but because of two nights is why we get a night like tonight so overall i think that is a win
1: you mentioned you know you may not see the tag team championships in the main event picture in a wrestlemania or one of their pole events well clearly the best storyline deserves a main event spot and so the bloodline is the best and that's why they've got both spots for the main event this is why they're in that spot. I mean, no, you don't usually see the tag team championships in this position because the WWE and in some ways AEW doesn't care enough about tag teams to put them in that situation. But the best storyline deserves to be in the main event. And that's the best story you could tell for night one. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens now after Sunday and seeing what happens with the bloodline because – uh, this has been fun. Michael Cole just said this on a Richard Deitch podcast. He said he's been with the company 26 years. He goes, I haven't seen a storyline like this. He <laughs> thinks it deserves an Emmy because it's been going on for like, what, almost three years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 52 yeah. weeks yeah. a year. Yeah, so, two and a half
0: years. Yeah. When you returned so. at SummerSlam 2020, shockingly. That's when the yeah. whole thing started. It was... Spectacular the way it was slow build and and who knows maybe the storyline continues I mean there, something's going to happen with the bloodline on Monday whether or not Roman Reigns is champion whether you know it, it's going to be interesting to see the fallout of the bloodline and how the WWE handles that story um, and, uh,
1: and Gabe that was a that was the best story we saw in the main event but that. Was that the best match we saw at WrestleMania night one?
0: No, no, it was not. And I I believe we all think maybe the the, the same match, even though I don't know how Charlotte Flair didn't break her neck multiple times Um, or break her nose. She might've, I don't know. I mean, mean, she she only had a little cut there, but yeah,
2: that, that was rough.
0: She she might've, but I mean, Rhea Ripley, you know, being the new SmackDown women's champion, defeating Charlotte Flair in an absolute classic of a match, which by the way, very smart move by Hunter and the crew to bring out Pat McAfee and just kind of let everything breathe between that Rhea Ripley Charlotte Flair match and then what ended up being the main event having a little bit of gap between those certainly was very very smart from putting the rest of that card together. But my goodness, what a match. Like I the crowd wasn't into it right away. Like it, it we had such a good night leading up to that and it felt like the crowd was like, "Okay, we still know we have Sammy. All right, we just got to take it easy. We just got to take, you know, we got to take a breath here. And these two women just went out there and put on absolute, like they gave the, the crowd no choice. Like, okay, you can be quiet here. We're giving you no choice once we start because we're going to get you to buy in. And they had the crowd just like Sammy in the main event, eating out of the palm of their hand by the time that thing had finished. Um, so many high spots, so many different spots. I hadn't seen before from these two, some classic spots between the two of them. And of course, again, Somehow Charlotte deciding to overturn on a couple of suplexes and almost breaking her. Uh, seriously, the one off the top rope. I don't know how she didn't land on her neck. Again, yeah. that goes to her athleticism to somehow flatten out and get on her chest before she was, you know, her head hit the mat, but it was a spectacular match and so much fun to watch. Uh,
1: that Charlotte Rhea match was the best match we saw on night one without question. And we, for our new viewers and listeners, that's checking us out here for this special night one of, good karma wrestling for WrestleMania. We always say on this show that you may not like the build on Raw or SmackDown or Dynamite or Rampage, whatever show you watch. But once it's in the ring for a pay-per-view, the reason why that you have these premium live events or pay-per-views is because you want to see something that you've never seen before. And and that's the reason why. That's the only reason why we're into wrestling is that it's not just the date, the week to week. It's like, once you're in this big spotlight, what are you going to show us that we haven't seen before? Uh, from those two, there's a lot we had not seen before. Uh, for Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, uh, they get they had the time, but also they made the most of their time. Rhea Ripley, we all predicted that she'd win the championship, which is great, but how she won the championship and how there were so many unbelievable near falls. It was about five or six times from both women that I thought, okay, this is over, and it wasn't over. It, it was amazing, these two. Rhea Ripley is the new queen of the <laughs> WWE because of this match. Here's what I want to ask you though, bro. So, what's with the smile from Charlotte? How come she's that up the ramp? Like, you, what, what's the what's so funny? What's so funny well, about that? Like, cause I you, mean, that's always been one of her biggest flaws. Because she made, because she mean, made, she Rhea? never
2: sells anything post match. Like, that's uh, to me one of my biggest flaws in watching her. But maybe it's like, oh, I'm passing the torch. But like. That match was not a WWE style match. Like the physicality, the chops, those sort of elbows to the spine. Like that's the type of match that I'm watching this weekend in a hotel banquet hall, not at WrestleMania. <laughs> and like those two delivered, like that was a really fun match. And honestly, those were two women that were going out there saying, like, all right, you're not gonna put us in the main event. Well, we're gonna show you what a main event looks like. And they really delivered in the ring tonight.
0: Yeah, they absolutely did. And the <laughs> They probably would have main evented night one uh-huh. in literally any other year. But like the bloodline just takes up so much oxygen in the conversation around WWE that I feel like their build was a little lackluster. And maybe that's because of the disconnect of so many other things happening with the Judgment Day and so much happening on Raw. So Rhea, it it felt like Rhea was almost in the build to this, more presence for the Mysterio build yes. <laughs> because of, of her role in the judgment day with Dominic that it was for her own match. But really there, there wasn't much storytelling that needed to go into this Rhea won, you know, she won the Royal rumble and decided that she wanted to go after the queen. Hey, she'd be, I, I foolishly challenged her a few years ago after she won the rumble with my NXT title. She, you know, there wasn't much storytelling. I don't think that needed necessarily to happen there, but the, the match just absolutely delivered. And what I, in, Just from a physicality standpoint, I'm glad they let them be physical because that's what makes these two and to that extent Bianca, who we'll see tomorrow night. But Charlotte and Rhea are unlike anything else WWE or really most professional wrestling promotions have. Like maybe AEW has Jade in terms of just this physicality standpoint. Like they're taller, they're stronger, they're bigger. They're just built different than most of the women that are in professional wrestling. And they let them showcase that tonight and it was spectacular to see.
1: Yeah, it, it really was. And so, you know, I don't know where Shaw goes from here. I'm sure there'll be maybe a rematch at some point. But just watching Rhea Ripley. And, and by the way, deserving of the championship. Yep. And this is one of those situations where she's going to make that championship even better. Which well, also she's... tells me, it also tells me, by the way, the judgment day. Are they all going to SmackDown now? I don't know.
0: Well, I don't, she, she's I don't. done most of the heavy lifting with with the Judgment Day anyway. You know, like when they initially broke up, you just assumed that Finn Balor would be the leader, given how he's been the leader of, you know, the Bullet Club in Japan. And you know, like he's been a faction leader before. But for all intents and purposes, it's been Rhea. Like Rhea has been the leader of that faction.
1: Yeah. And, and she's gotten darker uh, as far as her personality. Think about this whatever you think of Dominic, and I know that we were going after Dominic when he first got into the storyline, like, oh, he's so dull. His voice is the same. Like, is there another gear to Dominic's game? You could thank Rhea Ripley for that. Rhea Ripley has helped Dominic in a big way. And so not just her being the champion, but I just think her work has been fantastic in this judgment day. Because I know that when, when when it first came together, all the three of us were like, so where is this going? The verbiage is bad and it was boring. This is with Edge, and I'm an Edge guy. I'm like, <laughs> this is the worst things Edge ever done. <laughs> like, what, what's going on? But now I think that Rhea Ripley is coming into her own. We always thought Rhea Ripley is going to be the lead of the women's division at some point. She looks the part. I remember watching her at. Um, I remember watching her at NXT UK because she's from Australia. I saw her mm-hmm. first. I'm like, boy, this is the next Charlotte. No, she's good. The next Rhea Ripley.
2: Well, that's it. You mentioned the Mysterio match. Like, I don't know if it was because of expectations, but like, that was a fun match, also. Like, I enjoyed every part of that. I think Dominic had the entrance of the night when they were really trying to blow up all these entrances. I loved his entrance, like coming from the jail and things like that. But that's the best we've seen, Dominic. I don't know where we go from here, but on that stage, in that moment, he delivered tonight and deserves a ton of credit. And to your point, Gabe, like, yeah, it sort of felt like Rhea was missing from that match, but overall, those two just went out there and just on the show tonight.
0: Uh, so this is what we got. I, I I don't want to miss anything that we got in that Dominic Rey Mysterio match because there was a lot that happened. Uh-huh. And if you blinked, you may have missed it. So we got Bad Bunny, uh, the Dom entrance where he's coming in from a, from a prison cell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With uh, Then we had Snoop with the Eddie music entrance. There was a luchador cinnamon toast crunch mascot oh, that yeah. made an appearance. You didn't, you know, I, yep. I, we were just blessed, and by the way, Cole <laughs> and Graves knocked it out of the park in that match. Like, I know you're not a fan of Graves Hood, but no. when he's when he's like, yeah, I, I can't even defend Dom with that. When he threw the drink in his sister's <laughs> face, and she's ready to jump the rail, like, like they just absolutely killed the commentary for that <laughs> match. Part so much of the Dom stuff is silly and stupid and pro wrestling. And if you lean into it, it can be so much fun. And everybody leaned into it tonight. It was spectacular.
1: We even got LWO shirts, Latino World Order.
2: Like, come on. Like, that was part of that match.
1: Yeah, I was wondering where is Ray's backup because you knew the Judgment Day was going to come out. Here comes the LWO. That was presented, I think, on SmackDown on Friday. Yeah, SmackDown last night. That's pretty pretty cool. Now, I I will give the commentary team credit. Michael Cole went, like – T- ten alarm fire. He went Jr. on him. He was Eric off. You're no good, son of a bitch. And just like that's pretty much that. That's what Cole gave us. Like mm-hmm. he just would not let it go, and just he, he graves down. That's what happened in the broadcast. was like, okay, well, he I, I apologized I can't after the this. match.
0: He apologized. He's like, I'm a dad. I get emotional. I get fired up when I see this. It was yes. it was so good, Michael so, Cole. Like Michael Cole, without. I feel so bad for some of the hatred that's been launched his way. Mm -hmm. And I think so much of it is just still even a decade later, you know, when Jr. was there and they had like, what what was the coal mine, whatever he did when he was in like the, and he was the heel going up against Jr. It was just so bad. The coal freed from the shackles of Vince McMahon on commentary. Like the dude's just so good. He's so talented. Um, you know, they mentioned that he's now called the most WrestleManias ever of anybody in the history of the company. So congratulations to him. But he was especially in that rematch, man. Like he just leaned into the ludic- ludicrous lucracy of it. And it was the, the match was better for it. The match was like it, it delivered, I'm sure, for the people in in the audience. Again, I'm, Bad Buddy got involved. Snoop Dogg drove in Rey Mysterio to Eddie uh, to Eddie's music. So like so much happened. But the, for the eighty thousand plus people that were in attendance, I'm telling you, if you happen to be there, if you listen back to this later, if you're uh, out in Los Angeles and, and listening on ESPN LA, um, you missed out with the commentary because it elevated it just that little bit that it absolutely needed.
1: So um, we have to come up to a come to a consensus here. So Browitz, first of all, unbelievable that Ray got a, a three song entrance. I don't yes, think anybody in WrestleMania's right. got a three-song interest. Three? <laughs> three, three songs, like one, maybe two, like the one the remix into the original, right? right? Mm-hmm, three mm-hmm. songs for Ray yep. Mysterio. Okay, yep. that's cool. That's the Hall of Famer. Completely dope. I love that, right? So who had the better entrance, though? Is it Dominic in the paddy wagon with the mask? Okay. Is it him, or is it Snoop and, and Ray? Who had the better entrance?
2: I go with Dominic. The other ones, though, for, like, entrance of the night, just to they're out there, you had Cena and Make-A-Wish Kid. You had the whole Becky sort of Sin City stuff. Logan Paul with the HBK style with the microphone was interesting. Okay. Uh, Seth going with do his thing also. So there are some other ones, but I still think Dominic. Like, it's been so fun, like, to see his growth with, yes, we all were sort of unanimous, like, this sort of sucks. To, like, see it pay off like this and then to have the patience to not bail on it, like, it was pretty rewarding sort of to see that all come to fruition. He was my entrance of the night.
0: I mean, how many people have survived the, this sort of sucks reaction from the audience, right? right? Like people have survived the biggest one, obviously being like Rocky Mayavi mm-hmm. but the rock had to completely change the character in order to survive. Right. Dom is still Dom. Like he's right. still the same thing. <laughs> he's been able to grow within the role and lean into some of the stuff, but like for a you you mentioned John Cena, and and I'm sure we won't spend a ton of time talking about this, but there wasn't much of a reaction after that match after Austin Theory got the one two three. It was just no. kind of a meh, right? Which is the worst thing you want. It's the worst. Dom is getting legitimate booze. He's getting yes. that heel heat that you're looking for throughout the course of the match, and it just makes everything feel that much bigger when Ray you know is able to give the six one nine and give the splash off the top.
1: All right, change the Chiron on the bottom back to Ray. Get back to Ray. <laughs> back to Ray. screen there. There we go. Hey. Now, back to Ray. Now, hey, now he it. <laughs> he's Cena. Now wait a minute. We'll get there. I just, I just want to just ask you guys or just. Talk we to don't you about have that. to, by the way. I'm just telling <laughs> you, we don't have no, to. No. We don't have no, to talk about. We can't do that now. I mean, it's John we Cena. We, I mean, I mean, there's a reason why we have the end of the show. But I, I just I just want to ask you guys about that matchup because there were so many spinning plates on that. Mm. I guess we weren't just gonna get just a regular one-on-one match. First of all, it's a grudge match. Yeah, but uh-huh. just but but there's so many things that was involved in that. So does a Mysterio and uh, Mysterio's wife, did they get a check? Did they get a payday? Mm. Bad bunny get a payday? I mean, there was so much going on there. Well, I, I just want to just point this out. I'm very disappointed in a Mysterio. She's there. Front row, drinking tequila. And then she gets the tequila thrown back in her face. I don't know. Tony Khan should do something about this. I think <laughs> Tony Khan should do something about this. The idea that she's drinking tequila. Oh, that's, uh, that's MJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're but good. still, it, it shouldn't have happened. That red cup was very suspicious. I think it was tequila thrown back in her face by Dom. Um,
0: the Bad Bunny clearly setting up some sort of angle that's going to happen at Backlash. Next month, which is happening down in Puerto Rico, which Bad Bunny is, the host is hosting
2: of. that, I believe, is what they're doing. Well, there. I
0: mean, the host tonight ended up in a match. He did. You know that that was made official by the host. I didn't realize was going to be a host, Snoop Dogg. But my guess, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a Ray Bad Bunny tag team match versus Dom, and maybe. I mean, I, I guess you would have to go with the the other Puerto Rican star in there with. Um, um, Yes, with Damian Priest. Well, here's a
2: little news nugget. I don't think it was out there. But, uh, Shawn Michaels at a media summit a few weeks ago talked about how him and Damian Priest were flying out to L.A. because Priest was working out with Bad Bunny at his built wrestling ring. So maybe there is something there with Damian Priest. But that seems to be... Well, that,
0: that, was his, that was his tag team partner before So you can certainly build yeah. in some storyline Like they tagged at WrestleMania in, in years past So you can build that into the storyline Especially because I'm, I'm assuming Bad Money Is not going to be showing up at Ron SmackDown Building to any sort of match Over the course of the
1: next month
2: I mean, um, that, I, more likely we see him at Ron SmackDown Building than we see Cena I think that's,
1: that's fair. fair I think, that, fair. I, I think it's very fair. fair, actually I think that Bad Money Bad is more into this Than we know Oh, he loves it. I mean, and that's I, why
0: everybody loves him because he loves it so much. Like he trained enough to do a destroyer. He did a Canadian destroyer. Lamer's like, like, oh, okay, bad bunny's. Re- oh, bad bunny's wrestling. Oh, I didn't realize he could do that.
1: You know what? I don't know what the obviously all three of us don't know what the card is yet. It's in Puerto Rico. It's going to sell. It's going to sell out. They haven't been yeah. there in over almost fifteen years. I'd put bad bunny in the main event. He'll I mean, Roman's not
2: working it. Obviously, Cody would, but yeah, why maybe not.
1: <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, I, this Man. is not one of their signature tentpole events. They're just going because they haven't been in years. Right. Uh, Bad Bunny deserves to be semi main or main because apparently he's going to deliver. There's a we watch people oh, on zero on, doubt he
0: delivers zero doubt. <laughs>
1: he, he's, he's he, coming through. He's flawless. I mean, they're they're going to see WWE, but they're definitely going to see him in Puerto Rico. Like, uh, that's He's be one of the
0: biggest stars in the world. Like. I understand. We had the conversation during a regular show about Logan Paul and like, is he actually that big of a deal? And we dove into some of the social media stuff, like Bad Bunny, like some of the like the arenas that he sells out by himself. Mm -hmm. Like it's there is zero question about the legitimacy of the star that Bad Bunny is, and he is like this is a goldmine for the WWE. Like as much as he wants to be around, they're going to let him be around because it's only going to be a good thing for them. And at least
2: with him, like, there's not so many other layers. Like, Logan Paul, I felt so lost. Like, you know, our truth was trending because of who was in the the sports drink costume. But,
1: like, there's so many other things. Bad Bunny, just a musician. That's it. But is that really trending that people thought that was our truth in that drink? Yeah, they black racist. guy with – Yeah, that's right. Racist. Yes, all that's that right. Yes. Because, of course, I tweeted on the account. I thought it was the Pope, right. uh, Elijah Birch. That's what I thought it was. I thought that's what <laughs> I tweeted at the Pope. I go, You gonna check for that Pope? That's, that's what he looked like to me. So it but that's our truth works there. <laughs> it's a, a black guy in the in the bottle. Gotta be our truth. Yeah. No, it's not. It's the Pope. Um I, I mean, by they, the way that such a big reveal. Like they pull a the thing I was like, who's that? Like <laughs> Gabe, I, I think Broach is fired. This what? whole thing we'll hey, go back hey, to this? Who, get, who that was Damn. not in the in our that was not in the. Script. I mean, but bad buddy, future Hall of Fame. That's not a time. But record. do this, hey! But tell, show me the lie, J. Hood. Yeah, show me the lie. Dude, <laughs> that silence sounds like impact wrestling. Where's the lie? <laughs> <laughs> they hey Bobby Fish. Where's the
0: lie? I mean, he. I mean, for crying out loud, William Shatner's in their Hall of Fame. All right, like it's
1: he's long- he's
0: already done more than enough to be in the celebrity yes. wing of the WWE Hall of Fame.
1: It's a Thursday topic when we do our shows every Thursday at seven PM <laughs> uh, Eastern, four Pacific. But we we have to talk about these celebrities coming in here and just being flawless.
2: Yeah, I mean, not so missing. Yeah,
1: man, it's, it's ridiculous. So How that 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 didn't used to be that way. I mean, they must really work hard because they get every step down, every step. Like the Logan Paul match against Seth Rollins. And and Cole, again, said it during the match. Like,
0: when are we going to stop being surprised? Because every time he has stepped into a ring, he has shown that he has belonged. He's gone up against the biggest ones. Yes, he doesn't get the win, but he's shown that he belongs in these matches. He belongs in these spotlights. And he's just he's he played the heel so well and i think it's so natural for him because he might be he's a little douchey to begin with right like <laughs> so you know he leans into it a little bit more and they always say the best wrestling characters are you turned up to 11 and i think that's what logan paul did like leading into this match like i mean i don't know if i would have stolen a gts because for a second there people started chanting cm punk i don't know if that's what <laughs> you want at wrestlemania but you know, to you know that that's maybe the one misstep you made is is going to a GTS.
2: But but that stuff's gonna get the clicks and that stuff's gonna get the views, like him coming in the ring, he had a GoPro on his head, that frog splash on that other guy, like that is stuff that people are gonna eat up that don't even watch tonight. They're like, oh, look at this, and but let's it's get like get excited about a sports drink.
0: It's the little things that he does as well, like halfway down before he frog splashed that guy. The reaction on his face of "Oh crap, I'm about to take out my guy!" Like it's it's the very little things that he also does that that just like man, this guy gets it. He just like like he realized in
2: the air that it it wasn't our truth. Also, like (laughs) midway through, (laughs) oh no,
1: (laughs) it's so ridiculous. You know, um, it's it. it, I can make a case that Rollins and Paul could be uh, top three on the card for night one. Just because it was so smooth, and so it's Seth. So the story coming in is Seth Rollins has a problem with Paul, like legit. Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins got a problem with a lot of people, by the way. He got a problem with Cody Rhodes. (laughs) He got a problem with Logan Paul. He's got an attitude problem, and I understand why he's got an attitude because we talked about this before on the show as well. Because Seth Rollins feels like, oh, I'm just only going to be good enough to win the U.S. or Intercontinental Championship. Why can't I be in the main event? Why can't I be at the top of the card? He's he's talked about it in all the press that he did leading up to WrestleMania. Like, you know, I've got a problem with Cody Rhodes being this spot. What about me? I've been busting my ass all this time. What about me? So, so it's a lot of that. And it's legit heat that he has with these people. Same thing with Logan Paul. He has a problem with Logan Paul for real. And Logan Paul's just trying to make a payday. And, but he makes it look easy. He makes it he makes it look easy. And in, in this matchup here, what impressed me, Paul not only did all the moves, but this seated octopus. Did you see that? Like, yeah, like, uh-huh. you know, like, where'd you get that from? I McCole mean,
2: shouted out Anoki during that move. Like Noki yes. and Logan Paul in the same sentence.
1: <laughs> it's just yeah, we we you, pro like, wrestling so, in 2023. Right. Welcome to it. All of us have seen wrestlers try to do this for 10, 15, 20 years and never get it and never get it. And then you see Logan Paul come in, practice a little bit and probably in some backyard ring. It's like, yep, I got it. I got all the steps ready to go. And flawless with it, Gabe. Flawless. I know my book report on NXT
0: stand and deliver isn't due yet. And I haven't watched the whole thing back quite yet, Um, (laughs) but some of it delivers some of it. You go, Oh, that's why you're in NXT. Like, so when Logan Paul makes it look this easy, it's not, it's not that easy. There, there are men and women in NXT that have been grinding to do this for five, six, seven years and still don't have, whatever Logan Paul has and possesses once he steps inside of a professional wrestling ring. Like he makes it look easy and I don't know how he does it because it's, it's not supposed to be that easy to to do what he's done. Every time he stepped in, whether it's been with the Miz or Roman Reigns, or Seth Rollins and all these different matches that he's had.
2: Also to your point, Jay hood about Rollins, you know, we've heard stuff before where he said, you know, he's always going to be like sort of the savage to Roman token at WWE stats points out. Seven straight manias now with the match for Seth. That's the longest active streak on the roster.
1: Uh, as far as amount uh, uh, of matches in a row, mm-hmm. yeah, seven. Yeah, seven
2: straight years he's had a match at Mania on the main card.
1: And you know what? Some of that means something to him, and some it doesn't because it's not in the main. Correct. Yep. He thinks he should be the, the face of the card. I get. I get. He's totally over. We know yep. that, but. There he had. There's some bitterness there uh, that's seeping out. Um, well, because
0: he he still ha- he feels like he has to defend that savage spot, right? Like now right. you got people coming for that savage spot. Like you, you're trying to be Hogan and you're still trying to fight people off as you're trying to be number two.
1: It was in the back of my head, though. What if Rollins lost? Little Fandango Jericho. I accent. thought it
2: might have gone that way.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about him, like, oh, what if he now he'd be really pissed off. Like now I got to lose against this guy too. Really?
2: Well, so that's the other thing about tonight overall. Like, yes, we're all sort of consensus. A good night, a fun night, a sort of predictable night, and even a sort of, like, let's play to the crowd. You look at the results, Theory, and I guess if you want to count Rhea, the only heals that won tonight. Everything else went the way yeah, the faces. But also, like, that crowd was pretty pro-Rhea. Right, exactly. So I wouldn't even count Rhea in that part. So literally, Theory's the only heel that won tonight. And okay. that was the first match of the night.
1: All let right. right, let's, let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Going back to Charlotte. So, a couple of weeks leading into the pay per view, we started getting some booze for Charlotte. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, Charlotte to me is a better heel than Babyface. Yep, she sucks in the face. Is she, I mean, she's she a, she a heel. Mm-hmm. And she tried to give you a heel promo. Shocking. That, that Shocking. Say- a flare's good as a heel. I mean, who, who could have saw <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, they, when Rick had to be turned Babyface, he threw a fit. He couldn't stand it because he didn't want to have that much offense. He wanted to take the defense. All <laughs> oh, that means he got to come from underneath. Okay, now nah, I got to punch and chop, and I come off the top rope and actually hit it this time. Like all that, he didn't want. To, he didn't work, work that hard. He didn't. So, so I remember, guys. Was it St. Louis for the Raw where she did this promo, this heartfelt promo, and they were giving her the what chant? Yeah, this? yeah, I got to came mm-hmm. back. I don't
2: remember what it was, but it was like early in the return. It's
1: it very early it, in the return. Yeah. And, it, and she just was like, okay, what's with the what what chant? You could tell even from there, people were behind Rhea because they believe Rhea deserves this opportunity to be champion. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. So I heard that in the crowd too. I kind of ignore this, the WrestleMania crowd for the most part. International crowd, they're going to go at the heels every time. When do we get to Raw? It's going to be upside down, which is fine. We as fans can say what we want, but I think that people looked at Rhea and said, she deserves this opportunity, enough of Charlotte, she's had the championship 100 times, let's go with Rhea. That's the feeling I had watching the match.
0: Oh yeah, you needed to put someone in, I know Rhea's been, she's been Raw champion before, and obviously was NXT champion It got a WrestleMania moment when she was NXT champion, when she got to go up against Charlotte in the Thunderdome mania, but this is the first time I feel like Rhea's really had a chance with a character that you can get behind. And it feels so fresh and new still that, okay, much like when Bianca initially went over Becky a year ago, it's like, okay, this was time like Becky and this character has kind of come to its, you know, run its course. And now it's time for Bianca to go over. And, you know, I kind of feel that's the way it was. Not that, you know, Charlotte's character needs refreshing, but it's just like, Okay, we've got an opportunity to make a new star here at WrestleMania. Let's jump on this opportunity. Rhea could go so far by giving her this win over Charlotte on this big stage.
2: Yeah, and I hope they continue with it. Like, I hope we don't see Charlotte get the title right back because to your point about Rhea's character, like, there actually is a character now. I feel like before the character was, hey, look, Rhea doesn't look like the rest of our women. Like, get behind that. Like, that was essentially the character. But now with the Judgment Day stuff, and maybe they go away from it. With Dominic losing, if Finn's going to lose tomorrow, like there might not be much longer for Do- Judgment Day.
0: And her entrance music finally makes sense because, like, yeah, she looked different, <laughs> so this is my brutality. Like, okay, but are you really that brutal? Right. But, but now, yes. like, she is. Like, she, yes. she, she actually is. This is my brutality makes sense.
1: Somebody hit me on social uh, while we are watching the WrestleMania saying, boy, I think that Rhea's reckless. And I go, wait she's is she reckless i'm like no goldberg's reckless right Uh, no uh, no no um that i i disagree with her being reckless is is she physical yes but Uh that's a good thing though that's that's not your light typical wwe wrestling that we saw tonight against charlotte it was physical for a reason because there was a grudge
0: and and also like i don't know Outside of these two going up, again, maybe you get Bianca in there, but she's not as physical. She has more agility in her offensive repertoire because of, you know, her past track success and and, and the type of athlete she is. Like, outside of these two in the ring in the women's division, I don't know how many more matches you can have that are going to be this physical in that division just because of how – just again, physically dominant these two are because of their heights and, and the work that they've put in to be as big and strong as they are. Like I just wow. don't know if you can, you know, if if Riya Ripley's going up against Liv Morgan, she's not going to be able to be as physical as she was against Charlotte tonight. She can't. And, that's, and, and, and that, that's, not, that, that's not a rip on Liv. That's just she's much smaller. Or <laughs> Alexa Bliss, if you want to talk about the five feet of fury.
1: No, she'll no, it's fine. She'll keep me physical that way against Liv. Liv will just smile afterwards. <laughs> just, just laugh for no reason. And don't forget Raquel Rodriguez is next, pal. Oh, He's back. The well, strong that, back that of that could be a
2: fun match if Raquel like that could be a good face heel, you know, storyline there. If Raquel they let her just go, but I don't see that happening. Yeah.
1: But uh but hats off to Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. We thought it was gonna be a good match. It's actually better than I thought it was going to be. But but just one little twist on that. So if you're a Seth Rollins fan and you see Seth Rollins beat Logan Paul but struggle to do so, then what does that say for Seth Rollins? You struggle against the social media star. I feel like the WWE didn't put know. much. So did in so that. did Roman.
0: Technically, Ooh, like, yeah. you know, Roman Roman didn't put him away quickly.
1: Oh, that was like McGregor, like uh that was like the McGregor fight. The fake fight that McGregor had with uh with the <laughs> with, heavyweight. With campaign. Mayweather? With Mayweather, yeah. He was just he was just toying with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this match is better. The Logan Paul says Rollins is better. Is much better than I thought it was going to be. That's for sure. Somebody on um on our Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Karma Wrestling says that Logan Paul is like a Shane O'Mac.
2: Yeah. You see that Logan Paul is just a Shane O Mac Stupman clone. clone. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Because he does the coast to coast, like is that yeah. the only thing we're saying? Like, I, I guess I, outside of the coast to coast, I guess I just don't see it. Because unless, unless Logan Paul's what Shane O'Mac wants to be when he grows up,
2: right? Because I feel like Paul's more believable. Maybe that's just because we don't get the terrible Shane O'Mac punches. But like, I don't. Know, he just seems better in the ring. I don't know what it is. <laughs>
0: like he's he never extends his punches. Everything's like right here, and he's just like throwing with his shoulders. He like never actually extends the arm.
1: It's weird with Shane. Either he misses or he connects, and it's stiff. Right, <laughs> there's no in between. Like you broke my nose, you idiot. <laughs> Sorry, oh, man.
0: man. Sorry. Like, again, that that right hand that Logan Paul threw. Like after Seth stomped on the hand, and then he throws the big right hand. One of the people who actually stick stuck around for that match was like, "Whoa, did he actually just hit him?" Like it was a really good sell by Seth. Um, yeah, Logan Paul, very, very smooth. Um, do we want to talk about Austin Theory, John
1: Cena? I guess- Absolutely. It happened. Before- yes, but before that, let me just say this. You really, AWE, still going to go with the zipline, huh? Still going to do that? I agree. That was my first thought. I was like, I don't know. Don't like that.
2: Not comfortable. Don- but I also wonder. Like, they seem to maybe bend some rules for him. Like, you know, Punk always made us think about, like, sponsors and stuff. Like, that energy drink thing. Like, if anyone besides Logan Paul has to do it, they're not getting yes. Correct.
1: Don't like that zipline thing. Don't like that. I mean, I'm sure that the ziplines are a lot more secure now than they were in 99 for Owen. But I uh, did not like that spot. It's like, can he just walk down the ramp like everybody else? I mean, right. I know it's WrestleMania, and I know it's not for me. Okay, it's WrestleMania. You got to do all these, you know, jazz hands. But that still makes me a little uncomfortable when I see anybody come down a, uh, on a zip line. But I completely agree. And
0: I think it's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable, even if you're just a casual wrestling fan, because you think zip line, you think professional wrestling, it's the first thing your mind goes to. And you don't want people thinking about that uh, during one of your biggest events of the year. I guess before, do we want to do the tag match? Because the tag match was fine. The tag match ended up being better than I thought it would be. Um, I I got really worried for a second that one of those big guys was going to do like a shooting star press off the top. (laughs) And like had flashbacks to when Brock Lesnar did it. Even though like Brock Lesnar at OVW, if, if you've never seen Brock Lesnar actually do a shooting star press, like it was majestical and graceful and unbelievable when he did it in OVW. <laughs> and then when he tried to do it in WrestleMania, almost damn near killed himself. Yeah. Um, so I got a little worried when all those big guys started going to the top ropes. Um, they let those guys go and do some steel, sh- you know, some, some show stealing moves. And it ended up being better and more entertaining than I thought it was. Um, Street profits winning. Cool. Maybe they get shots in the future, but it was just a fun match. Um and that's, I guess, like, I don't have much more to say about that. But it's not like there's a bunch of storyline that went no. into this thing.
1: No, it's just, it, but it's just spot fest, and it actually yeah. saved the match. I mean, Ricochet, we already knew that he was ridiculous, but he is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is true. I have not seen a shooting star press quite like that in a long time. Uh, maybe well, not well, in indies. Oh, yeah, you know it like was in midair. Yeah, um, it was. I understand mean, how that works. I mean, like, that that's I mean he is unbelievable he is ridiculous Ricochet the way he does that but I like the spots from Otis and Braun Strowman and uh, and Gabe so that that Gable su- uh suplex on Strowman holy shit Oof. yeah Oof. that's a tough <laughs> move right there brother like there's no shush there there's no gimmick there that guy is. That guy could be a star anywhere else except the WWE. Well, but-
0: I really hope that once they break up the Athlete Academy, which is what they're going with this whole Otis thing, like, let this guy go, man. Like, let's see what yeah. he can do. You know? It, yeah, he's never going to be your heavyweight champ, but why can't he be an IC champ that just wrestles the crap out of everybody?
2: Yeah, like, he's one of those guys that no matter who you put him with, shows what he can do. Like, he he's entertaining. He can go in the ring. Like, he seems to have it all outside of just, you know, Look in the WWE part because of his height.
1: Let him go. Let's see what we can get out of that. We'll talk more about it, I'm sure, as we move forward after WrestleMania. But Street Profits, you know, what them winning tells me that they're not breaking up anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's what we're looking for.
0: Unless that's, you know, unless they lose, like this gives them a tag team opportunity. They fall again and then have some sort of falling out after that. Oh, I like so that
2: story there. Like, them, you know, super over baby faces versus KO and Sammy.
1: Oh, so you're saying Dawkins takes the pinfall again? That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. That's what you're saying. Janetti takes yeah, the pinfall. I mean,
0: Ford's, Ford's not taking the fall there. I mean, no, let's be no, honest. Not. Let's be that's honest you, here. That's
1: how you turn the page after WrestleMania. Like, okay, yeah. we've done all the. And I, I don't know the merchandise of, of Street Profits. I'm sure it does well. But at some point, you, st- you gotta start cultivating stars. Mm-hmm. Post Rain, save Reigns loses, okay. So who are your contenders? The next ten contenders. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you can't keep relying on the edges and the Trish's and these people and Lita and these people and celebrities to hold up WrestleMania. You gotta find new stars, man. And they're oh. in the company. And, you know, it's, it's not that you gotta keep going to AEW or going to indies to try to find the next star. They're in the company. You just have to cultivate them.
2: Well, sort of um, you mentioned those names, Lita and Trish. Like it's pretty cool to see, you know, EO and Dakota sort of get their stage tonight. You know, Lita and Trish did their thing, which really isn't surprising. It is surprising that Lita's is not even 50 yet. Like they mentioned that she WrestleMania 20 years ago, like I don't think I realized how young she was back then. Yeah. But I think that match was good. They're they're both 47 and, and don't move like
0: they used to. Correct. That was that was kind of my <laughs> that's kind of my observation
1: from uh-huh. that match. You're such like, an ageist bastard. Like, I mean, <laughs> doing the
0: look, I understand, but that poetry in motion just didn't. No, quite, yes. didn't quite hit for me.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> Lito's hitting their spots. It just were in slow motion. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. I mean, like the 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 <laughs> uh,
0: the Lito salt like. Again, being, getting up to the top and hitting the lead assault was probably the best thing she did toward the end of the match. But yeah, some of the some of the other stuff in between was a little Yeah, the Whisper a little the wind didn't
2: quite
1: look like Matt and Jeff, but yeah, <laughs> hit it. Like... So, so are you thinking, Broads, that this is the end for damage control or are they going to stay together?
2: I mean, they can't keep losing all the time, right? Like, what else are they going to do with them? Like, they're just glorified jobbers at this point. Like, what have they won? Other than the women's tag.
0: So here's the thing. Do Eo do and Dakota turn on Bailey? Because Bailey's the one who accepted this match. Bailey's the one who accepted right. the tag team match against Lynch and, and Lita. Like on their behalf. Do they realize, hey, we can go out and win this? We've outgrown Bailey.
2: That. Bailey took and, the loss tonight.
0: Yeah. So I wonder if that's the way they go to try to continue to build those two up. Because look, I mean, Bailey's bailey has been a big enough star in WWE where pretty much anything you put her in, it's going to be one of those bigger storylines in the women's division because she's right. been one of the top baby faces. She's been one of the top heels. Like she's one of the four horsewomen. Like she's whatever your storyline you put her in, it's going to be featured. And maybe these two going over her and kind of turning on her is, is a way to continue to, to produce, you know,
2: push these two further. I'm fine with that, and then ba- Bailey as a face going after heel Rhea or something like that. Like, there's things you can do with Bailey as a face again.
1: Man, Bailey has been a heel so long, I can't remember her as a babyface. <laughs> first of all, the turn should never happen because she was a Cena-like babyface mm-hmm. was in NXT going into WWE, like she's smiling everybody. This is not like the fake, Ra- 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 you know, Raquel Rodriguez smile. I'm talking <laughs> to you about like the actual. Oh so yeah, young, young fans were into Bailey. Yeah, the side
0: pony. Yeah, she's a hugger. Oh, awesome. The wacky arm and flailing two oh, guys.
1: The greatest. It was, it was, I was like, this woman is going to be able to be a top babyface in the company. And what does Vince do? She's a like, heel, goddammit. And then, t- and changes her. And I'm just like, okay, all right. But her going back to that or her being a babyface, that'd be interesting. I- I'll mm-hmm. just say for the other two, I really believe that they need a mouthpiece. That's why Bailey's in this position. So if there is going to be a turn, there needs to be a mouthpiece for the other two. Because EO doesn't speak English. And then Dakota, uh, just an okay promo. Yeah. I don't don't know if I could
2: tell
0: you what Dakota's voice sounded like. If you played me four voice (laughs) clips, I don't know if I'd be able to identify her voice.
2: It has an accent.
1: It's, sure. Uh, she's, she's, if you New say Zealand. so, <laughs> yeah, New <laughs> Zealand
2: Australian ish somewhere in there. Yes,
1: this
0: is so. news to me. I'm okay. good for her. Congrats on the New Zealand-ish in your accents. All right, Uh Cena. Yeah, can't avoid it anymore. I so when they brought out the Make a Wish kids and make the big deal out of these 600 Make a Wishes that he's done, like. Okay, I guess Cena's going over because, like, you're not going to bring up Make-A-Wish kids decked out in John Cena gear and then make them watch their hero lose. But then that's what they did. So,
2: I understood. And one he, of the kids, I don't know if you caught it, like, just go win, John, like, as he's running <laughs> off. Like,
0: I mean, I understood. I understand he didn't lose clean, you know. I mean, in one of these years, one of these years. Maybe and maybe Hunter will undertake this as as he progresses in his career in the back. They're gonna they got to start toughening up these WWE referees, right? Like, I mean, just one little bump and you're out for five minutes. Like, what the hell's going on? Or just on? How-
2: stay out of the way? Why are you so close to the ropes? Like, you don't need sh- to be there. Stay out
0: of the we other saw side. We we saw it happen in a later match where the ref almost got in the way, dove out of the way, made sure he didn't have to take the bump, he didn't have to take the hit, so he had to be down for five minutes. But I don't know. It was it was fine. It was there, as I mentioned. The worst thing that you can have in professional res- wrestling is apathy. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what Austin Theory current like nobody gives a rip about this guy. Like it's just, "Oh. Okay, I guess Theory won. All right, what's next?"
1: <laughs> uh as I projected to you guys, if this is going to be the first match, if Cena is going to lose cuz mm-hmm. Cena's got the limo running and he's he's going to leave as soon as he I knew he's going to lose the match. And I wasn't sure if it was going to be first, but then it was announced it was going to be first. Like, oh, oh, it's first? Oh, he's leaving. He's <laughs> he's going to lose and leave. But here's the thing that was a little bit of a different rub. It's like he lost, and Cena just laid there for a while. I'm like, usually he's already in the car by now. I mean, eight pound the a
2: down is so vicious. He had to, you know, take it.
1: That's the worst loss of Cena's career. I'll call it <laughs> right now. Against that guy, that's the worst loss of his career. And just like, and, and by the way, that could have been on any Raw. That's how. That's yeah. how just mediocre that match was. But it it was by design because Cena's like, all right, under ten, you know, hit, beat me with your finish. We're done. I'll see but, you next year.
0: But like, and it, it goes back to the the one time that Cena could make in his schedule to show up. He buried him yeah. and pissed on the grave.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, with the promo that he cut against Austin Theory. Like, Theory was in a no-win situation, even though he ended up winning the match. Like, oh, well, Cena already called this. Okay, if you beat him, we still don't have to care about you. So we're not going to care about you.
2: And that's it. Like, the crowd does not Now, when they did the other promo later in the night, I was like, okay, maybe we'll get something to come out of it. Obviously, you know, Jay White's name being thrown around.
1: Nothing. Just filler. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cool. Nothing. He gave you the, the interview. The question was longer than his answer. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was Byron Saxton's time to shine. It's like Saxton got a payday just to ask a you know a twenty second question with a ten cents uh, a answer. I mean, that's I I don't know. I, just... I will say
2: theory trying to get out there. A uh, Friday night was with someone. A theory. One of the three wrestlers on Wheel of Fortune with uh, his midriff showing, wearing a cutoff T-shirt, and someone said. What's going on in that television right there? Like, oh, that, that's a wrestler. Happy WrestleMania weekend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's, so. about, that's about it, right? <laughs> that's about it. So, I mean, it's 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 uh, it's what I expected. And it's interesting about that ref bump. I, first, I was like, a ref bump in the first match? Jessica, Jessica Carr took a bump, and she didn't go down. Notice that?
2: Got to protect Cena somehow, even though, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, he can still go, but, I mean, man. We just see him every year, Mania now, that's it?
1: Go get him, John. I'm going to lose, kid. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. I heard the kid. Oh. Go get him, John. Nah, I'm going to be out of here in 10 minutes. Da, 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 da. 10 million bucks. Da, 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 da. It's a but good we- way to miss traffic. You get there early. You leave early. Yeah. Like It works out perfect. Best. He's already on the plane going to his next movie. So I'll, I mean, hey, I put this kid over, but yet, but we talked about that promo just moments ago, right? Uh-huh. So he put him in the trick bag with that promo. So you can't have a match. Cena loses the match, but in the promo, by the way, if you beat me, you're still shit. If <laughs> I if I beat you, you're still shit. But let's have the match anyway. Okay, what does that do for that young man? It does nothing for nothing. Austin. Zero.
2: So
0: I mean. I still like the promo because everything he said, I felt like, I think the crowd loved the promo because we all felt that way that John was saying. Right. But even, even though Hunter, like, I don't understand what, what Vince saw in him. I don't understand what Hunter saw in this guy. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like Cena goes out, they let him say whatever he wants. (laughs) Still. They're just like, no, this guy, this is the guy. This is our future. Austin theory. Like at least when Fandango not, beat not.
2: Jericho, he got the song over the next night. Like there's not going to be anything over Monday when it comes to theory.
0: Yeah. At least like the like that still yeah. happens from time to time. Like if Fandango <laughs> were to show up tomorrow night at WrestleMania. Like everybody would be going do 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 do. Like right? Yeah. Like you would get something. You would get something. Uh-huh. And that's how bad Austin Theory is. We're talking about Fandango instead of him.
1: By the way, we're not taking a personal shot at Austin Theory. We're just saying his creative is just dull. Yeah, it's it's McMahon era dull. Like it's the last thing Vince did before he was he was let go of the company. He sat down with him and did like vignettes with Vince. Did and he got didn't do anything for Austin Theory. Nothing. 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 This Nothing.
0: weekend. This weekend shows and and you referenced it Brian we talked about the different shows that we assigned each other in our regular show on Thursday there is so much good in ring professional wrestling in 2023 like I, I it's just it's unbelievable how good it is and you know uh, vikingo by all accounts delivered last night in two
2: different places
1: which match <laughs> like, which one he was in three yeah 40s. that's what i'm saying like he was everywhere And it's Thursday
2: night. And I think he has another match tonight also. He's not stopping. So
0: there's a lot of good in-ring stuff. And if you make it to the main roster of Monday Night Raw, I assume, unless your name is Omas, you can go.
2: Um,
0: (laughs) That you can go in the ring. Tomorrow
2: night, get excited for that. A lot of promo for that Sunday night.
0: and, And Austin Theory can go. Like He can put on a good enough match. And the one thing the bloodline has taught us is if you can get characters that people can get behind and tell stories with those characters that we can really connect to and believe in, that can make it really, really special. And we talked about this. You brought up the name earlier, Raquel Rodriguez. We talked about it with her, and it's the same thing with Austin Theory. Give me a reason to care. Give me a reason to boo you, other than just you're a smarmy heel. Like I, I, I need you. I need a reason to boo you, other than you decided to have a low blow against John Cena. Like I need like, and and look, maybe, maybe you just need to go away for a little bit because I'm still not over WWE. They put you in a bad spot. They had you win the money in the bank and then they had you cash it in on the U S title. And then you got a U.S. title championship match without having to do anything anyway, just a couple of weeks later, like they put you in a bad spot. Just reboot the whole thing. If you really believe in the kid that much, because right now you're running them out there and it's, it's not good for anybody.
2: But remember, in between cashing and running the bank, and then winning the U.S. title, like there was a little bit of time in a couple promos where we started saying, "Like, all right, we see it. We're seeing something there." And now we're at this point where literally it's just silence out there. Like they were starting to get into that point, and somehow I don't know. Maybe that is a him problem, but there's nothing there. Like it's pretty bad right now, is it? Like he's Baron Corbin at this point. Oh, that's a low blow. (laughs) But I mean. Baron exactly. Corbin beat Kurt Angle in Kurt Angle's last match. How's that going for him?
1: It's it's accurate. I mean, you just can't roll a guy out there and he just does the same things. And and here's the thing: I can understand if we did not like him because there's heat. Right. So heat.
0: Oh so yeah.
1: So yeah. So I mean, so you beat Cena, great. You beat a Hall of Famer. Now what? So you're gonna brag about that until what? Right. <laughs> SummerSlam. Yeah, he's he's so he's built as a loner. And like, so he's not going to have a manager anytime soon, unless Paul Heyman's going to be working with him. But just the promo is just lame. The look with the sunglasses when I saw in 1989, like that doesn't doesn't do anything for me. So I mean, hats off to him that he was able to lead, you know, and start off WrestleMania. But he's got. I mean, it's not him. The company has a lot of work to do if you're going to invest in this young man. If you're going to invest in Theory, work on it. Like he's gotta be more than this. If that's all it is, then that's that's no good. <laughs> like a guy with a championship, the championship's making him at this point in time. Or he's dragging it down. Or dragging it down. Yeah. Yeah. Especially
0: like, especially when you have one champion between the two shows. Yep. And you're trying, and you try to feature that like the Intercontinental Championship has been featured on uh, SmackDown. They've tried to do the same thing on Raw with the U.S. Championship, and one of them is hit, and the other is not. And one of them is going to deliver a banger tomorrow night, and the other one disappointed some Make a Wish kids today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's do 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 do. Lose, kid. Da 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 da. Win for me, John. Not tonight. Do, 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 do. Maybe next time, kid. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> uh, oh. Not tonight. But you know what? Um, we do have, uh, by the way, we have a special podcast for the ROH Supercard of Honor. That'll be part of the uh, our podcast feed. And, of course, uh, we'll be on tomorrow night for night two of WrestleMania.
0: Night two, WrestleMania tomorrow night. It's got a lot to live up to, by the way. Like it's yeah. it's gonna be tough to live up to, I think what happened tonight. Especially very wise to put on the worst match first, and then we just got to build and, and have a good time after we saw John Cena Austin Theory. I'm just gonna keep minutes. burying that. <laughs> tough <laughs> that was <four> tough. <laughs> tough. You bring him out like all right. I could I could go another like ten minutes and make a <laughs> joke jokes about
1: them. <laughs> Those poor, no, kids. no shout out, no shout out to the cameraman, Stu. No, Stu, love, just like, no, yeah. it's go get it, John. <laughs> nope, <laughs> like a <my> ball spot. Those
0: <laughs> <laughs> poor kids, like, that's going to be a WrestleMania memory. Like, oh, yeah, I got to go see my hero lose at wrestlemania they brought me out so he could lose
2: kivo uh, 0884 between cena losing in front of the cancer kids samoa joe choking out mark briscoe in front of his still grieving family the wrestling industry really said f them kids this weekend (laughs) that's exactly right
0: well i mean they're on the town that said f them picks so you know they're just trying to keep it consistent they're they're in the stadium of the team who said f them picks so you know
1: leo mysterio shout out to you drinking tequila and showing your thong as you came into the ring uh, at WrestleMania night. All right, with that,
0: okay, that seems like a great place to end the show.
1: We saw it. We did. (laughs) It's
0: it's a thing that happened. Again, he's not wrong. Uh, But tomorrow night, we will be back. Once again, another live edition as we react live. Will Roman Reigns still be the undisputed WWE Universal Champion? We'll find out together, and we'll react to it tomorrow night, right on these same channels as part of Good Karma Wrestling.